This is Millie Weaver. We are back. Our last feed apparently was Epstein. We were having massive technical difficulties out of nowhere. I don't know what was going on with YouTube. What's up with that, YouTube? But nonetheless, we are going to be delving into this breaking news. President Trump and his administration declared war on the drug cartels and the drug smugglers. This is massive. So say goodbye to your black market money, deep state. So we are also going to be being joined by Tori Says, the amazing Tori, who has so much great information. She's It's like she's a time traveler because she says all these things and then they just so happen to come true. It's pretty amazing. Of Trump's press conference. Welcome back. This is Millie Weaver. Apparently, our last feed was Epstein. What's up with that, YouTube? Come on now. I don't know what's going on, but we're experiencing some really weird technical issues with YouTube. It's freezing up. Weird things are happening. But we're not going to let it get in the way of breaking this huge news. President Trump, in a press conference today, announced massive news that his administration is declaring war on the drug cartels and the human traffickers. Well, say goodbye to your black money market supply, deep state. We are also going to be joined by Tori Says from Red State Radio. Tori is always ahead of the curve on news. I swear, it's like she's a time traveler or something because she seriously just says it. And then next thing you know, a couple days later, it's happening in the news cycle. It's pretty amazing and profound. So she is so awesome. We're going to be having her on as well. But first, we're going to go to a clip of the press conference today so you guys can hear it for yourselves. Here it is, guys. So, America continues to wage all-out war, to defeat the virus, this horrible, horrible virus. You see how terrible it is, especially when you look at the numbers from yesterday. And we explained why we're extending our nationwide guidelines to slow the spread for 30 days. Together, we have the power to save countless lives. We're attacking the virus on every front with social distancing, economic support, for our workers, rapid medical intervention and very serious innovation and banning dangerous foreign travel that threatens the health of our people. And we did that early, far earlier than anyone would have thought and way ahead of anybody else. In this time of need, I know that every American will do their patriotic duty and help us to achieve a total victory. As governments and nations focus on the coronavirus, there's a growing threat that cartels, criminals, terrorists, and other malign actors will try to exploit the situation for their own gain. And we must not let that happen. We will never let that happen. Today, the United States is launching enhanced counter-narcotics operations in the Western Hemisphere to protect the American people from the deadly scourge of illegal narcotics. We must not let the drug cartels exploit the pandemic to threaten American lives. In cooperation with the 22 partner nations, U.S. Southern Command will increase surveillance, disruption, and seizures of drug shipments and provide additional support 
for eradication efforts which are going on right now at a record pace. We're deploying additional Navy destroyers, combat ships, aircraft and helicopters, Coast Guard cutters, and Air Force surveillance aircraft, doubling our capabilities in the region. Very importantly, our forces are fully equipped with personnel, protective equipment, and we've taken additional safety measures to ensure our troops remain healthy. Secretary Mark Esper, Attorney General Bill Barr, National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien will provide more details. In addition, I'm going to have General Milley, who's done an incredible job in so many ways, say a few words. And also with us, our Chief of Naval Operations, Admiral Gilday, who you know, I think you know, and Commandant of the Coast Guard, Admiral Schultz. So I'm going to ask uh, Mark to start, and then we can go. And uh, after that, we're going to take questions as it pertains to this, and then we'll go on to phase two, which is the virus itself. Okay? Thank you. Please, Mark. Well, thank you, Mr. President, and good afternoon, everyone. I appreciate the opportunity to be here today as we make this very important announcement. At a time when the nation and the Department of Defense are focused on protecting the American people from the spread of the coronavirus, we also remain vigilant to the many other threats our country faces. Today, at the President's direction, the Department of Defense, in close cooperation with our interagency partners, began enhanced counter-narcotics operations in the Eastern Pacific Ocean and the Caribbean Sea. This initiative is part of the administration's whole-of-government approach to combating the flow of illicit drugs into the United States and protecting the American people from their scourge. I want to thank all of our partners in this effort, to include the United States Coast Guard, the Department of Homeland Security, the Drug Enforcement Agency, the Department of Justice, and members of the intelligence community for their tremendous support and cooperation. To conduct these enhanced operations, the President has directed the deployment of additional ships, aircraft, and security forces to the United States Southern Command area of responsibility. Included in this force package are Navy destroyers and littoral combat ships, Coast Guard cutters, P-8 patrol aircraft, and elements of an Army Security Force Assistance Brigade. These additional forces will nearly double our capacity to conduct counter-narcotics operations in the region. Additionally, 22 partner nations have joined us in this fight, bringing with them a variety of intelligence and operations capabilities needed to defeat these criminal organizations. Last year alone, United States Southern Command's operations resulted in the seizure of over 280 metric tons of drugs, much of which was designated for shipment to America. While this was an incredible achievement, there is much more work to be done. Transnational criminal organizations continue. Wow, this is pretty insane. I mean, there you have it, guys. You've heard it for yourselves. President Trump and his administration are declaring war on the cartels. Communities at risk and destroy lives. Every year, tens of thousands of Americans die from drug overdose, and thousands more suffer the harmful effects of addiction. Furthermore, corrupt actors like the illegitimate Maduro regime in Venezuela rely on the profits derived from the sale of narcotics to maintain their oppressive hold on power. The Venezuelan All right, so let's go ahead and cut this feed. I think we've, we've seen enough of the press conference. Um, Drug traffickers are seizing on this lawlessness. It, it, it kind of just goes into the same activities. thing here. But I, I want to hear from Tori what she thinks about this massive announcement. So, Tori, what do you think about this massive announcement? And also, I really want you to kind of help us explore these deep state dynasties. 
What's your take, Tori? Yeah, I totally love that term, deep state dynasties. So awesome. Um, I was very giddy when I saw the presser. Actually, you know, someone said, are you watching this? And I'm like, what am I watching? What did I miss? <laughs> and, you know, I get there and I see them all and I'm like, there's Esper, there's Millie, there's Barr. Oh my gosh, what is going down? <gasps> it's going to be a clean sweep. And so out of all of them, like Esper was awesome. Uh, obviously the president, um, he is so good at being a poker face, man. He you is know, that always confuses me when people say Millie for General Millie. Because I'm not used to hearing my, my name. Like, usually people don't have my name. So I'm like, huh, wait, what? I was there? No. Okay, no, guys, I was not there. It was General Millie. Different, yeah. different Millie. <laughs> and he is so incredible because, uh, you know, I, it's, a, it's a guy that I just want to sit down, have a cigar and a neat scotch and just let him talk about his grandkids. You know, which he's probably not even seen because he's so busy doing all of this. The operation in Honduras, operations in Colombia. You know, he's busy protecting us. And right now we're riding this infodemic wave where we're all at home, kids are safe, no one's at a restaurant, no one is out and about, so no mass, I don't know, shootings or anything. And we're taking down the cartels. Like we've just strangulated them. You know, that kind of makes sense why Ilhan Omar was so, oh, you better take sanctions off now. It means they're starving. The, cart the cartels are no different than ISIS, aren't they, Millie? They operate the same way. Exactly. Right? I mean, the cartels are vicious. I, I unfortunately had the misfortune of coming across a video on Facebook where I think it was one of those, like, those smutty videos where they kill someone and it was Mexican cartel people, like, chopping some lady's head off. I could not believe that I saw that one on Facebook. Okay, but two, just to even see that, it's just so vicious and inhumane oh, and just, vicious. they're monsters, they're monsters. Yeah, they are, the machetes, they don't care who is in front of them. Woman, child, zero to 100, they will take you out if they can send a message. You know, um, these cartels have been operating all over the United States and their currency is people, which include kids, of course, a majority, and drugs. This is how they exchange things. I mean, disgusting. They're right. monsters. And remember when Nancy Pelosi said that these were, you know, they were some precious God's children, you know, and was defending MS-13. Do you remember that, Tori? I remember how offended she was that we called them animals. And I was like, didn't they just slash a bunch of kids up in Texas with machetes? And then some amazing American put this picture of Pelosi hugging a tatted, tatted up MS-13. I was like, somebody give this, you know, American a medal for doing it. Because this is why they're so vicious and so insane. The virtue signaling. They're so brave, Tori. They're so brave. <laughs> okay, okay. We do have a clip of, Na of uh, Nancy Pelosi oh, talking about these MS-13 members. So let's let's go ahead and play some of that clip if we can. Of Nancy Pelosi. Okay, it looks like we can't play that clip. All right, so Tori, let's go into the deep state dynasties. Um, let's delve into the Clintons, the Clinton Foundation, and how that all ties into here. I mean, some people might not be able to make that connection of, okay, so how does going after the cartels and the human traffickers affect the deep state? How are those two connected? So maybe you can kind of fill that gap in for us, Tori. Okay. So, uh, you know, when, when Comey 
was letting Hillary Clinton off the hook with the whole email scandal, where we know it's more than just emails, where they held off Anthony Weiner's laptop from being investigated. All these things, deleting things about Seth Rich, chasing the wrong people, planting people, destroying people, right? I was like, we've seen this movie before because he is the cartel fixer. He is the elite fixer. You know, um, back in the in 2009, 2010, there was a huge issue with HSBC money laundering for the cartels. They admitted it. Here's the thing. The bank actually admitted it. Now, if some guy in some state where, um, you know, marijuana is not legal gets stopped, they're going to go to jail, right? Oh, you have a pipe for smoking weed and, you know, a couple joints. In you go. These people laundered $880 billion of cartel dollars, admitted it and said, whoops, sorry. And they did all this under the Obama administration. But the funny thing is, Comey was on the board of the bank. Oh, and they were exactly. That's why they didn't get in trouble, Tori. I mean, the person that's that's rolling a joint in their car and just trying to, you know, like take care of their arthritis in their back and their pain, they don't have James Comey sitting on the board of their corporations, okay? The FBI. I mean, it would help to have FBI connections, wouldn't it? Then you could get away with illegal activities like these banks. Well, I would think that would disqualify you from being FBI director, period. Right. Think that you were sitting on a board, you know, they apologized, paid a big fat fine, and then, oh, get this, their executives were punished by not getting their bonuses right away. They had to wait for them. Like, mm. this is a pure insanity. Obama used the cartels you know, fast and furious, right? These cartels are everywhere. They own everything. Do you know that in 2019, oh, how ironic that it happened today that we talk about cartels. In 2019, there was a quadruple massacre in North Dakota in this little town called Mandan. And for some reason, they arrested this chiropractor, right? They said that in under 11 minutes, listen to this, in under, well, it was just under 12 minutes. Listen to what this guy did, okay? He walked into a building. He, he, he slaughtered two people, slaughtered with a Colombian necktie, then cut the woman from the throat down to the crotch, opened her up. Disgusting. And, yeah, and then shot another two people, collected all the bullets, which were nine of them, oh. okay? Yeah, connect, collected them, changed and walked out of the building, mind you, each body was in a different place of this huge apartment complex building, all under 12 minutes. Like, who is he, The Flash? Like, That's insane. Let's, let's get real. Who is he, The Flash? I don't care who you are, how good you are. Colombian necktie means that they slit you and then they pull your tongue out as a tie. That is a signature move of a cartel. The slicing of the woman down the midline, big deal. Uh, look, I was reporting all this. People yeah. were People were trashing. I had the investigator call me. He's like, oh, you have inside information because you know details we didn't release to the public. I was like, dude, I got flies on the wall. I can see what Schiff is talking about. You think I can't see what's going down in Hodickie, North Dakota? Are you kidding? <laughs> are you going to tie me up with these cartels? Why don't you sort out your cops that are trying to pin it on one guy? Because this is where it gets down to. They own judges. They own cops. They own FBI. They own everyone because the Clintons are also the Clinton cartel and Bush cartel, right? Mm -hmm. So ironic on the one year anniversary of this big massacre, we're talking about cartels. I'm just saying.
Um, so this is yeah. So so you, these little judges in the towns and these cities, even if they wanted to scoop up these gang members and go after them, they're gonna have a stop order or they're gonna have death threats. They're gonna have their kids be killed or themselves be killed, their family members be killed. This is a long ongoing problem. So the real question is, if you were like, okay, Trump's in power right now, right? The military's, he's got the military. How, couldn't the military just decide to arrest them all and scoop them up in one big grab or would that be too disruptive? I mean, what kind of disruptions, Tori, would happen if, say, Trump and the military were to try to mass arrest all these cartel members when the, if there wasn't a state of emergency and a stay-home order? Well, okay, so right now we're in a state of emergency. So mm. we can even, uh, in some states, actually cross state lines. Private jets are a big no-no. You can't fly where you want. And crossing the border is super big no-no. Using a ship, not happening. Coast Guard's on alert. And we've closed down everything. It's like we've put up a virtual wall, not virtual, actual wall with people. We've used people, the military. So even General Milley said, you try to come in here, you try to get out too. We got you. This is war. We're going to come with the full force. This isn't a joke. This means that we've trapped them and boxed them. Not only have we cut off the money, because that's how you find them, through the money, right? But now we've boxed them in. They can't go anywhere. So what we're doing is rescuing the people that are currency for them, the children, the women, and taking them up in a big scoop. You know, if everybody would stop talking about, about oh, this is a conspiracy theory or a psyop, just go on the internet, go to Pacer. Sometimes your state has it for free. And look and see how many sealed indictments your state has. You can look it up through the magistrate. Insane. We have over 150,000 of them right now. How many cartel, cartel members do you think we have in our nation right now? How many do you think, Millie? Well, I don't know. I, I think there's like, what, 13 million illegal immigrants in the country. So I could imagine there would be a lot of cartel members as well. Um, speaking of the bank accounts and cutting off their money supply, um, apparently Mexico has been bl already blocked some of these alleged Sinaloa cartel bank accounts. One had $60 million in it. And one of the companies, a jewelry firm, funneled money through a company in Delaware. So... Uh, there you go. Delaware corporations. We know how people like to have these shell corporations in America. And look, lo and behold, it's linking to Sinaloa cartel money. Uh, we're seeing the Mexican government working with the Trump administration. So that's something they also talked about in the press briefing. I mean, Tori, uh, no, what I do you what do you think about this? Oh, OK. Anything so to add? Yeah, well, what, what people need to know is that these cartels don't just come in and they're like thugs with like big chains all the time, right? And walking around on street corners, right? These people have set up businesses, like you said, out of Delaware, jewelry stores. They even have corner shops that sell candy to kids, right? Uh, in um, Operation Speed Racer, they were chasing all these cartels that were coming from Tijuana. One actually happened to be in Red River Valley, some whole dicky place in North Dakota with the oil boom they followed and they set up shop and they were drug running and not just drug running, but they were working up the West Coast, Nebraska to South Dakota, Minnesota. Right. And what were they doing? They had rented apartments. Yeah. And, you know, this Mandan massacre, by the way, happened at an apartment complex company. So they would rent apartments where they would stash their victims, 
you know, and smuggle them back out to Mexico because it's not just people being smuggled into the U.S. for whatever purpose they're being used for, because a lot of people try to think that all these children are just constantly used for rape and slaves or sustenance. They're conducting experiments. You know, children have stem cells. They are a pluripotent, you know, specimen for whatever you want to do, you know, and these people are have apartments, bunkers, underground bunkers, you know, everything. We are trashing. Oh, they do. Yeah, they, they, do. they do. And, you know, I even have a source that was telling me back in 2012 about how even earlier than that, they, you know, used to do some some affiliating with cartels in California and they in person physically saw the stockpiles of grenades, uh, RPGs, machine guns, military grade weapons that these cartels in America in California were stockpiling and apparently these cartels had CIA handlers essentially deep state handlers and they were being given the green light to deal drugs in America and one of the concerning things was they were talking about how in the future uh, California was going to collapse and these drug cartels and gangs were going to be given territories by the CIA, by the deep state, for acting like warlords. So I'm concerned hearing that from that source way back in, you know, 2011-ish, okay? Now, today, thinking about how California's on the brink of collapse because you've got 2 million new unemployment applications filed within, like, two weeks, folks. On top of the massive unemployment applications that were filed January 1st, 2020, after California launched their new policies for uh, minimum wage requirements, $15 minimum wage. I've got family in California. My mom had to leave California and come out here and stay with me because a bunch of people at her work got fired because the work the companies could no longer afford to pay everyone all the things that these new requirements demanded and she was trying to call unemployment even months before the coronavirus fully hit and all these uh, stay-at-home orders hit forcing people out of work and still even at that point you would try to call the unemployment line in california and the phones would just ring 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 off the hook and they would say sorry the call volume's too high this call is going to hang up they tell you to go to the website, you go to the website, and it would crash. And it was like the website was intentionally broken. California doesn't have the infrastructure to hand out all the money that they're even going to get from the stimulus. And it's going to take so much time for them to even do that. We need to worry about California right now. It could very well collapse. They have so many people there that are already even homeless or on the streets or on the verge of being on the streets. I mean, uh, Tori, what do you think could happen to California? They have a massive cartel presence. They're on the verge of collapse. We see these Navy ships moving in around California. What do you predict is going to happen here? What's okay. going to be the outcome? Okay, so the one thing that we have to remember is that in California, there are a lot of underground networks, too that they use. And I know that universities and other places that have these underground tunnels claim that, you know, they're older and they're for storage or for whatever they want to call it, or for the big earthquake, you know, all these excuses. But you know, the drug cartels are running all these. We saw fires coming out of the ground in California. The thing is, Millie, think about it. 
these people are animals. And it was only two days ago, I think, on the radio, I was telling everyone, guys, I'm just looking at my news feeds and there's crazy stuff. FBI shot a guy with a katana trying to get into somewhere. Uh, this other guy had explosives in the front and in the back of his house, uh, piped up, and he was using a sniper rifle on the highway and they caught him. And, and then I'm thinking, all over the nation, all of this is happening. Like, who's giving them hints where they're going is the question. And they, they're very highly organized. Uh, you know firsthand that I found an account on Twitter that I reported. What was it? What four days ago? Because I do this for for kicks. I like to find them, and they were literally tweeting out locations, right, to specific areas in California, almost like they were giving them a heads up. And this account, you guys, wasn't like this stupid sock puppet account that was up for like a day. This account was an established account from April of 2009. And this account was only showing tweets three days back. This account was also from Indonesia, <laughs> really bizarre, and had all this weird coding, the Qatar flag, the number 62, and all these other codes on it. And all it was doing was at city of Almeida, at city of this, at city of that. And it was hitting up Arkansas, Arizona, and California. Those were the three states, and it was popping out locations. That, to me, from my experience as, as a linguist... <laughs> As a, um, shows that this is a up because they were literally tagging the cities and this guy had only 200 followers guys I will tweet out that account name at some point but I'm really happy that after my tweet with the screenshot you know two days later the authorities took it down the account's gone now and I you know Tori it is interesting because I've also heard some back chatter about sleeper cells possibly being activated during this time because it would be the perfect time to take advantage of the situation and try to instill more fear and terror, right? To push some kind of a political agenda. So that is something that the Trump administration is gonna have to be careful about, don't you think? Well, yeah, because we have them within our administration. I mean, we just had an FBI director that was sitting on the board that was money laundering for the cartels. Mm -hmm. And Hillary Clinton, the Clintons are one of the biggest, car oldest stateside cartels, right? The Bushes, so we got Evergreen and the Timberwolves, right? Yes. Next we got Renegade. He's going to be last. We're going to impeach him so hard. It's going to be so much fun. But we have those two that are big movers and shakers, big movers and shakers. And they have been running the drugs forever because it's currency. And one day when I'm able to, I could talk about my trip to Panama. But I can only speculate on things and then talk about hard evidence because, you know, in 2018, I published two articles about William Barr when he was nominated by the president. And this is where we get to your dynasties that you like. Oh, yeah. Deep state dynasties. Oh, and, and just let me add one little thing here. Uh, of course, we're going to hear from the liberals. Going after the cartels is racist, right? This is racist against Mexicans. Uh, no, it's not because the Mexican-American population is horribly affected by the cartels in America and most of them are being terrorized by the cartels and they wish that the American government would have done something about it a long time ago but the corrupt politicians turn a blind eye to it because they're getting their money in their pockets lined so this is going to be helping the Latin American communities in our country. They're going to be praising this. I've spoken to many Trump supporters that are Hispanic that are so happy that Trump has taken a strong stance against cartels and MS-13 members. 
Yeah, you know, I'm following the messages here. So first of all, a lot of people don't know who William Barr is. So we should talk about that. Because there's a lot, there's, someone was like, he was a principal. Another person said, I did a lot of coke in Panama. I could tell you that I did not coke, but I did run a few papers and I met a few interesting people there. Um, but um, William Barr is no one that, you know, a lot of people know about. On my page, Tori says, you can find, just go to the search bar and put William Barr. I published it like two years ago because I was thinking, is President Trump insane? He's... Uh, he's nominating Barr. W w this isn't making sense to me. I know who Barr is. And mm -hmm. for those of you that don't know who Barr is, Barr was the guy that was sitting in Costa Rica, and I even put the government documentation, the DOD international flight plans, on there for you to see. He was having drinks with Noriega on Costa Rica trying to find, yo, where's our money? The money that Hillary Clinton pinned on a CIA flight operator, Barry Seal. He took mm. the he died for drug money that you know she skimmed in Mena, Arkansas. And maybe this is why we saw a lot of pinging going out from Arkansas. We've seen a lot of movement going on in Arkansas because these things don't change, right? So Barr, let me tell you guys, his daddy, believe this or not, was the headmaster of an all-girls school where Epstein first came on the scene. Now, after Epstein started at that all-girls school in New York, Bill Barr's dad got fired. In 1976, Bill Barr finished college and rolled right into the CIA. And he rolled hard into the CIA. So hard, he rolled right into the Reagan presidency and was Bush 41's right-hand man. And uh, those of those my, my listeners and people that read my stuff, I call Bush 41 a three-term president because he was calling all the shots, especially when it came to Mina Mina Arkansas. And he was called in to sort out the whole Noriega deal, figure out where all this money was going because the Clintons weren't getting it, the families in Ohio and Colorado weren't getting it, and that all links up to Chief Justice Supreme Court John Roberts. But that's another story. So this is who Barr is. He was the one making all the deals. He was the one making all the calls, right? So I'm thinking, how is it possible that Barr is being nominated by the president? Not only did he do that, but he helped create prison reform for Hillary Clinton to fill it up with the super predators. He was the brainchild. He gave birth to the idea of super predators. He was going gun control. He privatized prison and prisons and filled them up. In my article, I have pictures of him with Biden, right? With all these corrupt clowns. He created the slave labor camp prisons in Virginia. He literally created them. And I'm like, why would he get him? And then I thought to myself, well, why are you on the radio now, Tori? You were dancing with the devil at some point, and maybe he was too, and he's fed up. Because kind of like The Godfather 3, right? You remember that movie? Where he's like, oh, I did all of this stuff. Now I'm tired. Let me, redemption. I don't know, Tori. I still don't trust it. I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, it's like, man. See, because what he's doing right now is also not good. Just the other, just this month in March, he was supporting renewing the sunset clause of the Patriot Act, Section 215. I mean, he wanted to include all of those permissions that allowed the government to illegally spy on the American people, which is how they set up the Trump administration by spying on Carter Page. So it, to me, it just seems like, uh, I don't know. I don't trust Barr. 
okay. I think I need him to redeem himself more. You know, I, if he if he goes and helps throw the book at all these cartel members and we see the Clintons go down and we see some of these deep state dynasties go down, okay, you've redeemed yourself, Bill Barr. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Even if he does sacrifice them, I mean, they already have like a foot in the grave. So who cares if they die? Because they're all probably going to go of coronavirus, a.k.a. corona shackles. They're right? going to probably make a great movie about all of this after it's over. I, I would bet it, there's going to be some really good movie about all of this. Speaking of good movies, if you guys want to learn more about how the government and the deep state operate and get their black money, their black market money from these drug dealing cartels, you could always watch that movie American Made that was about Barry Seal, the pilot that was flying drugs for the CIA. So that's a good one. Yeah, well, he was framed. He didn't do anything. He was just the pilot. I have his flight logs on my article where it's, and you know, obviously it's handwritten. So I have it typed up under there where he went, where he flew them, how he flew William Barr to Noriega, the phone calls he had with William Barr. Ask me how I know one day I'll tell you. So all of these things, cause I got some other notes that I have to wait a couple years until I could talk about it. So I gotta wait, but I, it's pretty interesting. That's why for me, I was pulling my hair. I was, I was like, no. <laughs> in November of 2018, I was like, what is he thinking? Please tell me we're gonna keep Whitaker, who I adore. He looks like the nicest, meanest person. Do you see what I'm saying? Mean to mm -hmm. bad, totally nice to the good guys. And if you're an uh, kind of guy, he's like, all right, let me give you some slack. But right now what we're seeing is Barr, who knows how the cartels run, run from back in the 80s, right? They brought him in as attorney general at the tail end of the Bush to the Clintons because they couldn't stop the, the crap storm that was coming down from the BCCI because they were caught money laundering again for Saudis, for the Nazis, for all these people. They were all getting payback, the, the, the gangs, the mafia, the triads, all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, so Barr would be great to take them all down, right? But is he going to take them down or is he going to just trim off the fat and make it look like he did something and keep them harbored? But, you know, with all this infodemic of coronavirus, not saying that it doesn't exist. I'm just saying, you know, it's kind of funny how President Trump didn't answer the question. Hey, Mr. President, what are the numbers on coronavirus? And he said, oh, I have my own numbers. Well, let the specialists tell you. And they're going to have to own it. They're going to have to figure <laughs> out how. Well, Tori, all I know is if the if Trump decides to take advantage of the states of emergency to go after the cartels and the deep states money supply and the Democrats who are puppets of the deep states money supply. I think that very shortly we're going to start all of the sudden seeing the mainstream media outlets and the Democrats being like, you know what? I don't think it's as bad. The coronavirus is not as bad. We should all be having our freedoms back we should be turning the economy back on let's end this right now i mean it maybe what he's doing is uh going after this to you know see if they're gonna want to try to pull back on some of their their propaganda they're putting out well they did the propaganda and he's riding the wave and he's like all right since everybody's at home we can't have school shootings and mall bombings and movie theater stuff you know they love that stuff right, where everyone's all together, right? All right, let's do this. Uh, worst case scenario, they'll chuck a couple grenades. But we got Space Force now. Did That's you see right. 
just deployed the other satellite. And, you know, today was kind of funny because he's like, we got some serious information that they're trying to do something, you know, sneaky, sneaky in Iraq. We know it's like from Iran. And it's like, yeah, because Space Force, hello, they could see right through your house. You could be sitting on the toilet sending a text. They'll be <laughs> To read that text. That's the tech they have. I'm that's just saying. That's so creepy. And that's honestly, that's why I was really worried about the sunset clause and about them trying to renew the spying on Americans because tech's only getting better, folks. It's only getting better. And all these little smart devices are starting to want more and more of your biometrics, your fingerprints, your face scan, your your eye scan, all of it. They, they want more. They want your soul. <laughs> they want it all. So uh, speaking of sneaky, Tori, I really want us to get into this because I don't want us to forget. This is important. Uh, let's talk about their next plan. Let's kind of talk about the deep state's next attack because Trump is making his advance on the deep state's money supply, the cartel. So what's their next move? Well, apparently the deep state's already got impeachment round two in the works. Right. I mean, he we, does. We, he does. we do. And, and we've got Shelly Pearson, apparently, who could be their next whistleblower. And Schiff seems to be panicking over this. Right. I mean, next thing we know, he's going to start calling her the whistleblower or say, we need to classify the whistleblower. No one's allowed to mention her name. So let's hurry up and say her name first. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Schiff is going to want to tell you that she's the whistleblower, but we all know it's him again. Right. right. No, it's him again. And it's all about this one right here. He's the whistleblower in many ways. Yes, this Seen one. the pictures, right? This one, this Madame President is the one that they're trying to save because the Clinton cartel is one of the biggest ones. And, you know, they're trying to protect her at any cost. She's still out there talking, flapping her mouth, and she should just stitch it up and just sit in the corner because things about to go pear-shaped real quick. And all this cartel money real quick. And Schiff is trying to save face. Well, we're going to we're going to look at how Trump is dealing with this, um, you know, this uh, coronavirus. This is impeachment. What is it? What did we call it? The they say, yeah, we need a hearing to have oversight committee on the on how Trump is dealing with the coronavirus, how Trump is handling it, that we need to make sure that he's not doing anything wrong. Yeah, well, that's that's the funny part, really. <laughs> I mean, they're always trying. I said this I, right before Twitter like kicked me off. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is my cat gets really upset when they hear the word when he hears the word shift. This guy, I got from <laughs> Afghanistan, by the way, for all of you that might troll my kitty, he's from Afghanistan. So, um, uh, basically, they they made their plan. Pelosi made it clear that this was about impeachment. This coronavirus bill was all about impeachment. He didn't do much. We need to investigate it. And we were doing it. We were we were live when they started talking about the whistleblower, HHS, you know, coming out. And now they're trying to distract because, you know, this coronavirus thing is going to die real quick because we're not going to get all those deaths unless they give us one of those bunk. I mean, they may have given it already. Those bunk tests, you know, where you go get tested for coronavirus and they give you the virus. Oh, yeah. Yep. That There was an MSN article today scrolling through my feed. Boom. There it is. Coronavirus test contaminated with COVID-19. What do you know? That's bizarre. I mean, why would the tests themselves 
be contaminated with the virus itself. It's almost as if they want to give it to you. Like, I mean, that's kind of weird. That's bizarre. But that's the thing. President Trump from day one has been saying, if you're not dying, don't get tested. And what people aren't doing is not listening to the president. That's all they have to do. They don't listen. They don't need to listen to me. They don't need to listen to any news, you, Infowars, Q, nothing. Listen to your president. Bottom line is he's not going to stiff you out. You know, right now people are really concerned and I'm seeing a lot of them uh, saying it on, on the chat too. Oh my gosh, it's going to be like 10 days darkness. Oh my gosh, this is Q rubbish. Nah, nah, nah. And it's like, hold on a second, Millie. Let's think about this for a second. President Trump has got all the people at home, right? He's got us safe. We're not congregating anywhere. Kids are safe, right? And he's going after the cartels. He literally declared war. Even though his FBI could never establish them as a foreign terrorist organization, and I wonder why. Mm -hmm. um, probably because they have contracts with the CIA and that would be kind of sticky, right? Um, he now is faced with how do I get them and cause less damage in cities like New York and LA, where I've got comfort and mercy uh, there, not for coronavirus, but for acute trauma, which means what? After some event, right? So what's the event that's going to cause it? You know, at first I was thinking the event was going to be some kind of civil unrest in California, which I mean, it could be, but it sounds like maybe there's going to be something cartel related. Definitely cartel related. And what I'm thinking is telecommunications companies. So yesterday he had a booked meeting to speak with all the telecoms companies internet and phone. And he even referred to it at, at yesterday's presser, right? Where I spoke with them. They said that they're having difficulty with the volume. Obviously people are at home, right? So they're using more of the internet and they can't, but I'm telling you, it's probably him saying, give us the keys because we need to switch off certain things. Give us the keys. Like, give us the access. And a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, this is the new world order. Let's panic. It's like, hold on a second. If I want to take out the cartel that is in San Diego, that works with another node of cartels up by Mount Shasta, I'm just giving some hints right there, right? <laughs> that then goes, hops over to Oregon. I'm going to need them not to be able to communicate. So I need to be able to turn off communications to certain locations and certain areas so I can carry out my operations and not get people killed. So, you know, if there is any outage, this would be a strategy that you would use to cut their comps. And obviously the majority of these people, we all know have sat phones too. So that's something we're gonna have to mitigate, but we'll leave that up to Space Force, right? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Would you be worried if you turned off the comps? Well, you know, I don't blame people for panicking and freaking out because all of this is scary. And people like Alex Jones, I mean, he's been talking about this type of situation for a long time, the martial law situation. So I get it. Like, it's scary. I'm even nervous about it. Uh, but one thing that's important for people to understand here is this plan, this was the New World Order's plan that got turned on its head. Okay? They planned for Trump to have been impeached. That was their plan. And so if you think about all this stuff with the, the COVID-19, apparently COVID-19 was already in circulation while the impeachment was going on. 
Okay, so the deep state had everything ready for this massive biopandemic outbreak to roll out right after President Trump was impeached. What do you think would have happened if President Trump was impeached? Well, I know a bunch of Americans would have got out in the street and protested and been like, uh, no, you're not taking our president. You're not stealing our vote. We know you guys are corrupt. You would have had people out in the street protesting. You might have had some bit of civil unrest and rebellion. Okay, so how do you handle that? How do you handle that? Oh, oops, here comes the pandemic. Perfect timing. Boom, roll out martial law. Have Nancy Pelosi in power. Or maybe even uh, Pence would, maybe Pence would go along with it. I don't know, but maybe they could try to impeach and remove him as well. Say he was part of it. Let's go with Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House. And then roll out this New World Order plan where they, they mass arrest people and round people up. I mean, that's what... Alex Jones and Infowars, we've been trying to warn people about for a long time that this was the New World Order's plan they roll out. Okay, so what happened? Well, er, oops, President Trump was not impeached. So President Trump is still in power, but their plan is still rolling and it's already got too much momentum and sorry, oops, the virus is out of the bag. Uh... So the all the, the whole world starts going along with what the plan was and, and reacting to the pandemic like they should. They should react to a virus, right? Yep. If it's bad enough, I mean, if they're saying it's bad enough, they're reacting with emergency orders. They're rolling out their ID2020, their, their new biometric systems. At the same time, the U.S. was scheduled to this year roll out our ID2020 biometric systems. And... So what is President Trump to do now? I mean, he's he somehow is still here. He somehow is still in power. Yet there, here's his plan rolling out in in front of him. Uh, I mean, what do you know about what he's been dealing with, Tori? Well, okay. So how's this, Millie? Just like you said, and you were spot on. This coronavirus was in the plans. Impeachment. I I would say that they'd kill off Mike Pence. He'd die from coronavirus, right? And then then Pelosi would not have just the gavel. She'd have like a big ass staff like this, you know. <laughs> oh, look at me, you know. Nah, 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 nah. She have some. She can barely speak. She'd be drunk, but they'd be using her like a puppet. Right. Right. Exactly. And then they'd be like, oh, you know, who's most qualified? Well, we'll just put Hillary Clinton in. You know, she's just like really good. She should have won in the first place. He stole it. And civil unrest. Are you kidding? We'd all die from Corona. You and me would be in the same gulag and they'd take us out and our family would be like, all right, we want to bury them. Yeah, we burn the bodies because coronavirus. So here's what happened. Since it was still rolling and this Kung flu is supposedly so bad, right? President Trump was kind of like, all right, let's calm down. Oh, it's bad. Let's just shut the borders down. All right, let's calm down. Maybe it's not a big deal. Let's just keep it easy. And they're like, oh, he knows that it's like a hoax and that we're beefing it up because we're doing ID 2020 in Europe. So he knows Soros' plan. He knows everybody's plan. Ooh, let's let him t say that it's fake and it's a hoax, and then we'll impeach him for being crazy and saying, oh, you think all these dead people are just a hoax? And it's like in Italy, over 6,000 people a day die on a normal day. I'm just saying. And, and there are people dying from it. I mean, people die from the flu all the time, even. I mean, there are people dying from coronavirus as well, and it's a tragedy. It's sad. But the real, what we're questioning is, not we're not questioning whether people are dying. Of course people are dying, and it's sad. 
we're questioning, is it really as horrific? I mean, is it really as bad of a virus as they're saying? Is it going to become some, like, Spanish flu-type pandemic? Um, we don't I mean, know. We, we don't, don't know. know. Yeah, and he doesn't either. So he was like, listen, since this smells, I'm going to have to roll with this because if I sit there and challenge them, the press is going to annihilate me. So I'm just going to roll with it. Oh, it's super. And now he's like, yep, look, here's the specialist, the Stooges. We got them. This is my coronavirus team. You got questions? You ask them. They tried to trap him yesterday. Give us the numbers. He's like, I got my own numbers, but I'm going to let the specialist say it. That way, if the numbers don't pan out, he's going to be like, what? You're yelling at me? I'm the president. He's yeah. just you said they were specialists. Trust their opinion. I'm not a doctor. They are. They've been in the NIH and, you know, this Dr. Burke's chick has been writing love letters back and forth with Yovanovitch about increasing money for HIV research. You know, all this stuff. They're fighting him on the cures, right? All this is, he's like, all right, let's ride this wave. Let's bring it in. Everybody at home right now, this is the safest time to take out all. Now, now, Tori, can you imagine if President Trump would have been the only leader of a nation to be like, you know what? This is fine. I don't think it's as bad. It's just like a normal flu. They would have eaten him alive. And I could imagine that they probably would have already tried to impeach him and, and say, you know, use the 25th Amendment to impeach him. Don't you think? Yeah, they would have said he's crazy. And they were still talking about it. When they were like, oh, he's not, you know, even Pelosi, who was down in Chinatown at the end of February. And I did like a whole show. And I was like, remember this episode where she was like, oh, you know, we make fortune cookie machines here in America, made in America. You should come to Chinatown and all hang out and do party and do all this. And it's like, oh, but I thought coronavirus that he didn't take it seriously. Here you are encouraging people to come in and calling it racist. I'm so confused right now. Like these people are pulling their own pants down. And speaking of president saying, oh, let it, let it run its course. That's what Sweden did today. Sweden was like, because they don't have cartels there. <laughs> well, one positive note for Trump, I guess, is that, I mean, this has completely stolen the narrative. Remember the news cycles were all, oh, Russiagate, Trump, collusion, corruption, la, 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 all day, every day. Now it's just coronavirus, 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 coronavirus. Right. Now, so, I mean, it has in that way stolen the narrative, but... I don't know. My whole thing is, will Trump be able to recover from the economic damage that this is going to create? I mean, we know that economies around the entire world are going to be damaged from this. But I worry about America. I worry about the small businesses, those, you know, mom and pop shops. I, I worry about all of the businesses, really, and the families out there that are going to be affected by this. Do you think, Tori, that the economy is going to be able to bounce back. And when do you think this curfew is going to end? When, when is it all going to end? So this coronavirus thing, right? First of all, they're laundering money like nobody's business. You saw at the Kennedy Center with that leak audio, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was insane. This is them pulling their... You see, Trump is the best rope salesman. He's handing them rope and they're hanging themselves. He's parading them all around. Look at them. These are the specialists. Talk to them. Yeah. Pelosi, now they put in a bill today saying, let's take back the $25 million. <laughs> The Kennedy Center and the Kennedy Center sitting there saying we're already in the whole like 35 million. We're getting this 25 million. No violins, no music. I'm so sorry. Maybe we'll talk in September. And it's like September. You know, one weird thing that I noticed during one of the press briefings was that Trump had these CEOs of these big corporations. And he's like, 
You know, let's all praise them and give them a round of applause. Let's say thank you to Facebook for choosing to donate your 700 million, no, no, uh, 700,000 masks. Thank you so much for donating them. But previously in the press conference, Bill Barr and, and, uh, President Trump talked about how they were going to be arresting people trying to stockpile these masks and seize their supply. So did they just knock, knock, Facebook, give us your 700,000 masks? Knock, knock, Apple, give us your 10 million masks? I mean, Wait, gets better. What was it? The, you know, amalgamated bank that money launders for the DNC? Mm -hmm. the, their union found 45 million masks magically. They had, wow. What a union have 45 million masks. How did all of these big companies know to just have all of these masks stockpiled? I mean, how did they know? How did they know that in the future they were gonna need all these N95 masks, Tori? I mean, I, it, to me, it just seems like the best luck out there or what, I mean. And then they just all, they spent all this money on these masks and then they just so kindly and generously donated them to the American people and back to the American government after Barr and Trump just talked at a press briefing about how they were going to go after people trying to stockpile and hoard these masks. Yeah, or like, you know, Nipplegate dude, Cuomo. <laughs> oh, we don't have enough respirators. DOJ's like, what about this warehouse with the respirators? He like tried to pull a Puerto Rico, right? Mm -hmm. It worked in Puerto Rico. He thought he could fly. And by the way, what's up with those nipples? Like, does he have nipple piercings? Does your producer have that picture? Can we put the picture up or no? Does everybody know about the, the, <laughs> the nipple? The nipple gate. Yeah, you oh. can see Cuomo's nipples. It looks like he's got nipple rings under his shirt, and it just looks really awkward and cringy. So, yeah, if you haven't seen it, I described it. I don't want to, like, ruin your eyes for the night, so we're just going to not go there <laughs> with the image. Yeah. <laughs> picture President Trump because now the DNC is so hard up for an actual candidate that they're like, oh, Cuomo, maybe you'd be a good president. Dude, we got election in a few months. You're still looking for someone? Are you kidding? <laughs> when you should have selected them already? Come on. But yeah, he's got a personality. You know, a picture Trump saying that. Tori, uh, one of the things that I'm curious about is I can't, like, my mind keeps honing in on this. Why did Facebook have 700 masks? Yeah. That's just weird. And we remember that back in December that Facebook was censoring on behalf of China the few whistleblowers in China that were coming out and trying to speak out about the virus. So while they were censoring people, okay, now here's Facebook. They've got 700,000 masks for themselves or whatever. I would be curious to, to try to find out when they purchased all those masks. If it was while they were censoring the people in China... Hmm, that's a problem. That's a big problem. I'm just zooming in on the nipples right here. I have to. Like, this is like, <laughs> look at that. And you know, I'm thinking, why would why would he have barbells? Is it like a pain thing? Because, I don't know. Man, whatever. Now, look, this coronavirus is convenient. It's got us all home. You know, we're not socialists. This roundup of the cartels is going to make us rich. We're going to fill up our coffers. You think all these CEOs stepping down and going away and dying into the darkness, we didn't get money? This money, these checks we're getting are, you know, money we're owed from these crooks. And so, you know, another thing I saw Kellyanne Conway today call them out and say, look, now we're going to rely on these 
nonprofits. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Seize all the cartel bank accounts and uh, their money stockpiles and put it in the American uh, Treasury and essentially use that to pay for all of the money that we're going to have to give Americans during this bailout during this, this quarantine. Yeah, because America's not going to look the same after this. We're going to have no cartels, which is going to be a good thing. We're going to have uh, a lot more of a safer environment, right? But we're also going to be dead broke. I mean, I work remotely, I, you know, my like day job. And I'm feeling it because people aren't getting arrested. <laughs> people aren't coming into the country. There's no immigration stuff, right? So it's like, you know, this is hurting everybody. The small businesses, how are they going to recoup? How are they, with this stupid bill they did. I was like, you know, the president should have just went over the head and said, just send him a check, man. Just write it out. Forget it. We got tons of money. Look, Bill Gates stepped down from all these foundations. The coronavirus is a real thing, right? SARS has happened before. It's a designer virus. And I'm, me as a scientist, because I'm a scientist, right? I looked at the code and it looks like there's nanotech involved. No mm. one wants to talk about it. Okay. But President Trump is making the best out of the worst situation. I got my people stuck indoors. They can't go out. But guess what? They're actually safe. And we're gonna have the military crawling all over the place, rescuing people that are currently hostage to these cartels, taking all their guns, money, drugs, and shutting it all down. And you know, Nancy Pelosi should be really upset because one of her major businesses in her portfolio, aside from Visa stock, guess what it is? Shipping companies. Mm. And she usually runs her containers through the border. Guess where though? That patch of land, that big patch of land that Beto has, that's on the Mexican and U.S. side. Did you know that he had like a big strip of border property? I mean, I wonder. That's, that's a fun fact right there. Right. Beto and the cartels and how he gets, you know, to pick what railroads can go through there. I mean, if it's private property, can he, can we impose federal regulations? I'm thinking. Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, with this cartel stuff, we're we're getting into really serious territory. General Milley came out. He was like, he's a, the type of general. You're just like, yeah, I need to be on your good side. What's up? Because he was like, we're coming with the full force. That's a very big deal. It and is I, a huge deal. And they've already got the ships surrounding Venezuela. I mean, they're they're not messing around. Well, you know, funny you mentioned Venezuela because... The first, when I first started my show over two years ago, the only thing I was talking about was Venezuela in 2018. And I got so much mail from like just the few listeners I had at that time, right? But mm -hmm. I would get about 20, 30 emails a day. Why are you talking about Venezuela? Like nobody cares about Venezuela. I was like, man, you have no idea where, what's his name that pretended that he was in Vietnam from up there? Dick, what's his name? Anyway, ding, dang, Dick, whatever his name is. That's up <laughs> He had so much in Venezuelan gold and oil. And it's like, oh, my God. And Pelosi had so many investments in there. And in 2018, I saw this one executive order fly through. Nobody talked about it. And I'm like, why is nobody talking about this? Then another one came through. Then another one. And the last one was like, no cryptocurrency with Venezuela. I was like, whoa, this is about to get hot. And I was telling people, watch what's going to happen to Venezuela. This is 2018. Months later, Venezuela, and it's like, well, no one listens to me because I'm not a brand. 
<laughs> or, you know, I'm not pushed by the mainstream because that's the problem. We're conditioned to follow, you know, thought that is mass thought. We're not allowed to think by ourselves. Well, if you guys aren't following Tori yet, you should follow her on Twitter at Tori Says. Right, Tori? Yeah, Tori Says. But the thing is, we need to follow our president because now CNN is not airing it. Soon the others aren't going to air it. And the stuff that they're putting out is also fake. Like CBS got caught airing Italian surgery rooms as New York, right? The, uh, what Matto, like that dude Matto is like so, that ship's never going to get there. Next day, ship's like right there. Not only that, a couple days later, it's in LA too. Went around and everything. And it's like, well, nope. at least if anything comes from this, the exposure of the mainstream media news as being fake news is happening. And I think that's been the best thing about Trump even ever being in office is exposing that we've got a massive propaganda problem in America. And it's partially why America is in the deep hole that it's in right now with criminal organizations running it because we've had fake news and we've had entertainment like Hollywood to distract us from what's most important. People were just watching movies and watching mindless entertainment instead of paying attention to what's going on in their government around them. And that's what allowed these these criminal cabals to just continue to run amok and get away with murder. I mean, they get away with so much, it's insane. Yeah, and they, now the American people want, they want justice. We want justice. Yeah, I mean, we do want justice and we want to have a safer environment. We want to not have people owned by cartels. We want police officers that are there to serve and protect, not to save their own skin and make some money on the side. Exactly. We want an intelligence community that is intelligence for us, not for the Chinese, not for the Martians, not for the people from wherever, us. I mean, you know, I just wanted to say, you did notice that the Russian Air Force dropped off supplies to New York. I wonder, how awesome would it be to watch Cuomo with his piercing personality say spasiba Putin, you know, for all this aid? Uh, I'm just saying humbling moments for that. Now I know. And one of your um, viewers here said in Oklahoma, uh, they've been charged. Uh, they've been uh, activated for duty. You That's know, let's let's take some uh, let's take some questions from the audience right now. We'll, we'll look at our chat stream right now and we'll take some questions because uh, we want to answer any questions that you guys might have about this. So let's take some questions. And before we take the questions, I just want to say I want to remind you guys to please go to InfoWarsStore.com so that you guys can help support my operation, my ability to continue doing what I do, exposing the truth going out there doing investigative reporting and real journalism in these times where it is the fog of war, everything is very confusing. You guys can trust me to just give it to you as I see it. I, I just do what I can to provide truth for you. There's no agenda behind it for me other than just informing you guys with the truth. So go to InfoWarsStore.com and check out some of the amazing supplements they have there. They've got amazing deals on these the X2. They have Brain Force. They have amazing things. So uh, let's go ahead and look at some of the questions. Yeah, I just wanted to say you had a really good theory about that toilet paper and Hillary Clinton um, that you shared with me in private. Do you remember that theory about why everyone went for toilet paper and it could have been because of Hillary Clinton? In the meantime, I'm going to show people what a Twitter account 
that is tipping off cartels look like. I got this guy banned um, because this is what I do for fun. I mean, you can't, it's habit, right? Once okay, you okay, uh, let me just do a quick plug. Okay, so check, you guys could, should try the Super Blue Toothpaste. If you haven't tried it yet, it is amazing. It has a nice minty flavor to it, and it does have the colloidal silver in it, which colloidal silver has been shown to have some antibacterial and antiviral uh, abilities. So, hey, it never hurts to boost your immune system with something like that. You can try the InfoWars Knockout right now. It is on sale uh, it is a great sleep aid. You will have some of the best sleep ever. And trust me, my family, myself, we all take the supplements, the InfoWars supplements. One of my favorites is the Bodies. It is a, a turmeric, a very high quality turmeric pill where it just reduces the inflammation in your body. And if you're having pain, if you've got like back pains or any type of inflammation, it seriously works wonders. So anytime I start to have like back pain, because sometimes I have back pains because I was in car accidents and car crashes and, you know, fractured some of my my, my uh, spine down here. So if I ever feel like I'm getting inflamed or that's causing me problems, I take the bodies and it works wonders. Many um, of my other family members that have diabetes and other issues, they've taken it and they've actually seen that their blood sugar has stabilized more easily. So that's a plus there. Okay, the, I, I found a question, Millie. Okay. Wait, so one guy asked, will anyone from the cabal be arrested in 43020? Now, you can give an answer because we don't know the answer, but I like to say that I have some magic balls um, and I time travel. But what what would you say to the listener? Like from what you see and you assess, what would you say? And then I'll answer Mr. Soto Santa Cruz too. Okay, like what do I think is going to happen in the future regarding the, the cartels? Do you think like, um, you know, the fact... Yeah, like he's like, do, do you think we're going to see any major arrest? And I thought maybe we could talk to him about arrests that we've already seen. Hmm. I, I think we're going to mostly be seeing arrests from, I mean, how would you do it? Would you do from the top down or the bottom up? I mean, I, I think we're probably mostly going to be seeing the, the cartels be scooped up. I think it would be harder to, to immediately start arresting um, like the, the key players. Like, I don't know if we're going to see Nancy Pelosi get arrested or Beto O'Rourke or any of these guys just get cuffed or Hillary Clinton get cuffed right out of the gate. I think it's more likely that we might see a lot of cartels, a lot of the back channel networks get arrested. And I think we might also see like like corrupt local judges. I mean, I think that we're going to be seeing their network behind the deep state go down. And many of these are not names that we will even know of. We'll be like, who's this guy? Who's that guy? Who's these? Who are these traffickers? Who are these smugglers? We might not know. Who are these these banks that are going down? But we might not know or recognize them as as household names. But I think that the the structure surrounding the household name puppets like Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Obama, Beto O'Rourke, Nancy Pelosi. I think those guys are going to be harder to take out. It'll be their 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 support. Okay, so here's the thing. I, I know that we've arrested them already. And I think this coronavirus quarantine that we see, like, you know, I dropped a hint to government, go, government, oh, you know, <laughs> the piercing personality of Andrew Cuomo. Like, what's up with your brother? He put a chair blocking the steps. I know what's up. 
it seems like all of them that have coronavirus seem to be under house arrest. I mean, you know, looking at celebrities, for example, and I know a lot of people were following this Tom Hanks theory, you know, not really a theory because he was escorted. The people that were by him on a plane were actually federal agents. If you actually look close enough, not only that, his wife, Rita Wilson, like was on Instagram, like, oh, you know, doing some stupid thing with a book, which made her look really weird and bizarre. And she was in her quarantine in Australia. But then she's like, look, we're in America. Hey, what's up? And it's like the same background. And it's like, I'm so confused right now. It's like that Julia Roberts picture with all the triangles and, and the geometry. It's like, wait a minute. You know, things are happening and we're just not seeing them. And I think this coronavirus is gonna arrest a lot of them. Kind of like, you know, how you know, you get suicided by accident, like that UN guy that was testifying against Hillary Clinton in the day, be that morning of his testimony, he accidentally dropped the barbell on his neck and died, you know, things like that. So I don't think that we can sweep these people up. Someone that has worked with people like Brennan, you know, this guy was like sort of my boss for a while. You know, they don't go down that easy. You have to do it another way because then it, it, it's it's kind of like, you know how cops, if they're dirty cops and they're deleting information. And so when one cop for just one case deletes information from his body cam, then all the cases he does get reopened up. It's kind of like that. How do you mitigate that? How do you mitigate not opening up all the cases and having a floodgate? To me, I really don't care. Open it. But that's what I that's my personal opinion on that. Um Okay, so, so so another question is how do you, how do you protect against oh how do you protect against five G? Oh, uh, I don't know how you can protect. Depends. Are they going to be emitting square waves or not? Um, I know a lot of people are really worried about this. You know, they're really worried about five G because there's so much on it, and especially now, you know. And I kind of uh, agree with them on a sense of you know when they're using nanotechnology and vaccines and to create designer viruses. You know, nanotech can be activated with square waves, especially graphene, which I'm suspecting was being used. So, um, you Someone know, that says, what do you think about the pedophiles? Well, I think the pedophiles are probably also going to be included in this because they said they said drug cartels, but they also did say traffickers. So I'm guessing that that would maybe include some of the human traffickers and child traffickers. What do you think, Tori? Well, that's how they make money. They need human capital. I mean, one of the largest industries on the planet is human and child trafficking. And again, I've said this to my listeners. Um, it's not only about having sex with children like weirdos do or eating them or whatever. It's more about the experiments they use them on. 60% of them are used for experiments. These are complete crimes against humanity, and they're going to be coming to light very soon. I mean, I see a lot of people really, really worried about that. Uh, 5G stuff. That's all they're talking about. And the earthquake in Idaho. What do you say about that? That was pretty bizarre, wasn't it? Yeah, it is. I'm 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 looking at my phone right now, guys, because I'm trying to read your comments in the chats, in your questions. So it's really moving fast because the questions are moving fast, but I'm doing the best I can right now so I can kind of give you guys a chance to ask questions here. Um, is Tesla tech needed to... Uh, manage 5G work worldwide. That's another question. What? Oh, here's a, here's a better one. What happens if the election is postponed? 
Ah, see, see, it's like someone's in our conversations. Yeah. <laughs> Who was that mind reader? Because I was like, remember when we were talking, I was like, well, he's going to be president for another six years. You're like, what are you talking about, Tori? He's, if he gets reelected, he gets another four. That's exactly what happens. See, I think we're going to go back to the time where the elections were happening in March, like the times of Abraham Lincoln. This is what I believe from timelines and projections that I can see with the fancy math I do. And that's how I predict things. So I foresee that this might indeed be delayed because we will see a new counter plan being planned by the Democrats and Biden accidentally getting coronavirus. I mean, you know, he's been a very, very bad boy. And the conversations he had with Kerry on his bus can get him in a lot of trouble. That's what I hear from my sources. Hmm. Because those well, are the two that did it with Ukraine, Kerry and Biden. Wow. You know, I, I kind of feel the same way, Tori. I agree with you. I think that it's very likely that the elections will be postponed because we've seen all of these letters that people were passed around at workplaces that gave them exemptions from the quarantine as far as into April 20 of 2021. So that gave me the, the dead giveaway right then and there that this was going to be something that went on for quite a while. And when Trump first said the 15 days, I was like, mm, I'm getting ready for longer because I know that it's going to be much longer than that. OK, so I wasn't surprised when he then announced, OK, we're continuing it longer. And this is going to be something I think that the quarantine, it's one of those things where have you guys ever been to Disneyland and <laughs> they've Disney's bad in itself. Have you ever been to any theme park, okay? And you'll see that they'll have these loop-de-loop -loop corrals and it'll be almost like a an illusion where you think you're almost there and then it's like, nope, you round a corner and there's a long zigzag longer of line. Okay, it's like they're trying to not panic everyone by telling you, oh, it's only two weeks. Oh, okay, only four more weeks. Oh, okay, only this much more time. So that everyone doesn't panic and freak out over, no, it's actually gonna be six months. Or it's actually gonna be a year. I mean, who knows how long we're gonna be hauled up or quarantined. I hope it's not that long, Tori. Well, no, from the Kennedy Center, it's at least till September because they're corrupt. And before they even got the 25 million, they donated, even though they were in the whole 35 million, Five million to the DNC. Um, I'm sorry, you're going to use tax dollars to <laughs> give it to the Democrats because they're so broke. Their base is broke. I mean, all of us are broke now. Even <laughs> no yeah. matter you sit on, all of us are broke right now. But I think you know the this is a time that we do tribunals. You know, a lot of people miss something really big that happened. And I don't know if you guys know this, but this is really important. So you know the 9/11 case, right? That's being tried in Gitmo, right? Mm -hmm. Another judge resigned, or wait a minute, he retired it. On the same day on March 25th, when a report came out from the University of Alaska and Fairbanks that said that the NIST, who had said that Building 7 burned from a fire, literally was not correct. That apparently the pillars were blown out from the base. Oh, you mean an explosion from the bottom of the building. Ha, so now all of this is coming, and now the 9-11 you know, court trials are underway, but there's no judges. They need to appoint new ones because they all retired without even selecting a jury. 
So, uh, you know, it might be extended because a couple of these people that they're rounding up that are kind of wolfish in, in, in style, uh, maybe in a lot of trouble. I mean, Bush 43 is going to be going through some very, very painful times from what I realized with this 9-11 stuff, especially with this Building 7 report that just came out. So, um, you know, there's a lot going on that we're not aware of, Millie. And like you oh, said... Yeah. You know, I, I I see what the deep staters are saying in the background. They're like September, October. And it's like, so until then, what? Do you deep fake the crap out of Joe Biden that can't string two sentences? Or do you beg people from TV like Avenatti and Cuomo with this piercing personality? <laughs> I can't stop. I think of the nipple bars and I'm just like. Oh, what? man, not the nipple bars. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> not the nipple bar story i don't want the image in my head it's oh my just God. so cringy I'm okay <laughs> here's another question that is a great question someone asked it said uh what do you do you think that it's true that trump nationalized the, the federal reserve and this is important because trump did make some recent huge uh changes with the federal reserve you want to go first tori well you know well, you know this, but since 2018, I've been telling people, here's what the plan is. And the only reason I say it, not because I know the plan, but because I do good math. And Trump is a businessman. And he's a very stable genius because he's riding this way like a wave of coronavirus, like a pro surfer. The only way you can fix any economy is by getting rid of monopoly money. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, I saw a nod in my direction when he was referring to 1919 Spanish flu, because what we saw in 1920, literally a hundred years ago today, when they toppled the economy and they flipped it to a more socialist, you know, era and started to push this funny money with the federal reserve, right? Cause it's funny money. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not gold backed. Right. No, or silver backed. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I don't think a lot of people, because we have a lot of millennials, right? And I'm a, am I a millennial? Here, you guys. Here's one. Back in the day, you could have traded your dollar for literally silver. This actually meant something. So if I didn't want to carry this, I could get silver. Now, Trump knows money, and money needs to have basis. But right now, our currency was being manipulated by other nations. That's something that he kept saying to the Federal Reserve. Well, this bill made him the chair of the Federal Reserve, which means that he can now give the zero interest rates. He can pour it out. He can print the money and then he could topple everything. And the thing is, with us in isolation, right, our nation with borders closed, everybody in isolation, coronavirus, Kung flu, whatever you want to call it, you know, psyops, because there's like 19 different strands legit different strands, not mutations, you know, so everybody's got their own type. Um, this would be a perfect opportunity to just rebuild our currency and say, you know what, you guys wanted that synthetic homogenous currency you were talking about in 2018 and 2019 with Jerome Powell, go have fun with that. We're going to stick to a gold-backed, silver-backed currency because, you know, we got Fort Knox. Now, some of the gold was missing, so maybe we'll see a few trials on that. But you know, this is this, I think, would be the perfect opportunity, one, to clean house and get rid of these cartels and two, to get rid of that and actually have a substantiated currency that's not dependent on China or the European Union or Africa or Russia that can manipulate their currencies and influence ours. Ours will have values. Theirs will be still monopoly money. So this is this is a really good one. I mean, what do you think? I think this is the perfect opportunity. Oh, yeah, I think it's a good thing. I know that 
many of the libertarians for a long time have been saying end the Fed, end the Fed, end the Fed, which, you know, I also do co agree a, a lot with ending the Fed. But at the same time, I think what Trump's doing here is 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 a start in the right direction. Um, it's interesting how this even came about. Uh, in this new stimulus bill, the Democrats were so eager to get all the things they wanted in, and including that money for the Kennedy Center, which, you know, was all probably just going to be lining their pockets, right? So they wanted to get all their little tokens in and their money. Ooh, look at all this money, this massive spending bill. Let's rush, 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 get it through. Uh, they, I guess they didn't read the fine print and see that Trump snuck in a bunch of permissions and whatnot for, for himself and things that would benefit him. But somehow after all of this craziness goes down, President Trump is then the pretty much the head of the Federal Reserve because of the fact that the president oversees the Treasury. And if the Treasury is overseeing the Federal Reserve, because that's kind of been merged in a way, uh, that's big news. That's huge news because now President Trump can oversee the books. Ooh, oops. He gets to see the books. Man, that's going to make it hard for the Federal Reserve to play games with the economy uh, to intentionally crash it, maybe. I mean, that would be really hard to do if now the president gets to see the books. Also, if there's any kind of weird funny business with uh, the Federal Reserve helping out certain banks, maybe certain banks that help cartels. I mean, it's going to make it harder for some of the illegal activity. And I think that's what a lot of the things we're seeing President Trump do recently. I think that's the, the underlying agenda behind many of it is trying to figure out a way to make it harder for these these deep state criminal networks to continue to function, to fund themselves, to operate by destroying their networks and their systems. So I think it's a good thing that President Trump did that. Did you see any other questions yeah. in the feed, Tori, so, that you thought were interesting? Yeah. So here's the thing. The, the, uh, the piggy bank for the cartels, that's a big deal because it's not just the cartels, it's the Democrats. Let's mm -hmm. not. And, uh, you know, one of their biggest piggy banks is obviously union dollars. People don't know this, but if you're a union worker, you're paying for Pelosi to fly around and drink alcohol. You're paying for her campaign and Schiff's lawyers that are trying to say that he's immune and he doesn't have to tell you that he's the whistleblower. Because <laughs> we know he's the whistleblower. It's like, oh my God. But anyway, so um, right now we're, we're, we're causing them a big strain because we're pushing on their money. And that's where it hurts because money makes the world go round for them. And for us right now, what we have to do is pray and you know what? Take the time and research, do your own homework, put it out there. I mean, I found this account. You saw it, right? He was tweeting out this random person from Indonesia locations in Arkansas and California. And you're just like, what is going on? And why is this guy followed by the prime minister of Korea and the historian of China and the, you know, verified account of the Democrat socialists and, you know, Democrat, you know, people that are in office and he's got 200 followers and he's a nobody kid in the picture from Indonesia. This is really bizarre, right? Mm. Just it's, it reminds me of that, you know, Mitt Romney fake, you know, whatever. But that's what I, I, I think that the money is going to be taken care of. And I believe that the cartel problem is going to be taken care of because in order to fix the money, we have to fix the cartel problem because the cartels aren't just local. It's not just Mexico, Venezuela, Honduras, El Salvador, because we've got El Salvadorian cartels too, right? These people network out globally, right? You got yeah. Columbia. 
cartels. I mean, and, and it's the even bigger problem is the deep states that have been allowing the cartels to become these big giant organizations that can run around free from uh, fear of punishment. I mean, that's why they're all big and bad and, and brazened and horrific as they are is because we've got all these corrupt politicians that are benefiting from it and that are allowing it to continue and the intelligence agencies allowing it to continue as well. They know it goes on. They help it. They take it over. They run it themselves. It's that bad. And that's why President Trump's new call to action, their new war that they're waging on the cartels and the human traffickers is huge news. And I think we pretty much went over a bunch of it, Tori. I know it's getting really late. It's about midnight over here where we're at on the East Coast. But uh, why don't you uh, close with one final statement before we get off here? Well, not a statement. I want to ask people questions. Mm -hmm. But all of us have been having problems sleeping, haven't you? Like we're all sleeping really late. I mean, you could say it's because people aren't working, but I'm still working. You're still working, right? We still get up in the morning. We've got kids. We've got things to do. You know, people are busy. All, everyone can't sleep. And that's because everybody can sense that something's wrong. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to. I, I, you know, I, I totally feel it. Diamond and Silk were right on the money when they said, you know, the minute the president said, I want this open up for Easter, that they knew something was going to happen. Right. And mm -hmm. that's exactly it. Suddenly we see a coronavirus tick. Now we're getting leaks that maybe the people that are going through drive throughs are being tested. They're given coronavirus because they were tainted with coronavirus. These people are sick. They will do anything to maintain power. You've seen how SHIP acts. You've seen how Pelosi acts. You're going through that drive through because you're paranoid and you stick that stick up. You better be sure that they don't want to give it to you. Because remember, we talked about Fauci. We talked about the NIH and CDC. Well, I did. And I'm talking like I, I've talked to your your, but it's like documents. And I wrote an article, which is pandemic or infodemic. And it's on Tori says.com, you guys. And in there, I put a document that shows that they were giving people HIV or lying to people, telling them they have HIV so they can conduct tests for drugs and experiments. So, you know, I don't trust them as far as I can throw them and I'm not that strong. So it's not that far. So that's, <laughs> President Trump knows this. Listen to your president. You know, he said, don't go get tested. Like, how many times did he say it? No, we don't. You know, when they were like, yeah, everybody should be tested. He's like 365 million people. You're going to test them. I think that's no. If you're very sick, go. I mean, that's what that's what I. it doesn't say. make sense for everyone to go get tested. I mean, you don't go te get tested for even the flu unless you've got all these symptoms. Right. I mean, so why would you just randomly go get tested if you're not feeling like deathly ill? Right. It just it makes sense to just stay home, stay quarantined, stay vigilant and pay attention to what's going on. And for goodness sakes, tell your friends and family to turn off the fake news mainstream media because it's just it's perpetuating lies and misinformation all the time. And that is why real news outlets need to be promoted. So please share this feed, guys. Make sure you're sharing this. Share real news content so that we can continue to get that real information out there. I mean, me and Tori are predicting things all of the time. In our last live stream feed, we were talking about how Trump could use the state of emergency to go after the cartels and go after the deep state's money supply. Okay, so then what happens? Lo and behold, here we are now, April 1st, and President Trump is announcing that he's going after the cartels and waging war on them. Uh, 
time and time and time again, we're, we've been giving information out that then becomes substantiated. It's validated. It's true. It happens. And Tori has been a great source for information. You know, I've got a lot of other wonderful sources. I know back in even 2018, I was given information from another source that said that this bioweapon was coming. So that's another clip that I have as well. It's amazing. So please continue to share the feeds, share the videos, um, and please continue to support me by going to InfoWarsStore.com and support your health as well because there are many great nutraceuticals, supplements. I myself, I live off of the probiotics, the Ultimate for Life probiotics. I live off of the real red pill. It's amazing. It has the omega-3s and the fish oils that your brain needs. Um, I have had ADD my whole life, and I swear to you, the Red Pill Plus really helps me focus when I have a hard time focusing. So, I mean, Tori, let's just, I mean, I really, I really feel like we should continue on with some of this. I know it's getting late. I don't know if you're tired, but do you want to go for another 10 minutes or so? I'm game. I just thought, okay. you, I, I wanted to say, you remember that ID 2020 thing, right? Yes. Yes. ID 2020. Yeah, we did that whole report where I invaded your office and we had a coronavirus party. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and we were all in our getups and I had forgotten the whole thing on my head. And then I had like <laughs> dents for days. But anyway, um, we we sat there and we talked about it. And then it took us like, what, four or five days to put it together because we wanted it to streamline it. Right. Mm -hmm. Wasn't it right after it uploaded that the president said we're putting off ID 2020. Yes, right after that uh, that video uploaded, President Trump announced that he was extending the deadline for ID 2020. The ID 2020 deadline was um, October of this year. And he said, oh, we're just canceling that and putting it off because, you know, coronavirus. Uh, but he never told anyone when he's extending it to. And he just kind of left it open in the air. And he said, we'll just let you know at a later date. Yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah. And I mean, uh, you know, all these uh, all these people were all confused about coronavirus and we already have the cures for coronavirus. Like I was talking about anti-malaria drugs before coronavirus shutdown happened. And I was like, oh, you know, there's this study that does this and, you know, it acts like HIV. So maybe we could use that. And then this Japanese company now is talking about medications way before. While That's right was trolling, you know, Chinatown and calling him racist for closing the border. Yet he didn't do enough fast enough. You know, I, I was talking about medications and I was like, there's nothing to worry about. And, you know, in, in, in cases like this where we use each other's blood, I mean, I'm a little bit like, uh, I don't know how I feel about that because what they want to do is create a database. And now we saw that Trump took the power away from the NIH and the CDC for testing. Did you see that? Yeah. I and you know, guys, I'm serious. Tori is not just saying this. She literally was telling me about the drugs, the anti-malaria drugs, way before President Trump or anyone even mentioned it in the news at all. She was telling me this weeks in advance about, oh, how this would be effective. And then, boom, here it goes. Trump announces it, everyone announces it, and it, everyone talks about it now all the time. Tori, another thing you were also talking about way before it came out was the susceptibilities between different blood types. So yeah. that, that the A blood type would have a, a worse time with the coronavirus than other blood types. So she was telling me that back in... Uh, like February, that was back in February. You were telling me about that, and then lo and behold, I think it was this month, later in this in in March, that it even came out and people started reporting on it. So, yeah. 
it's, 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 it is bizarre because the, the, it's all there. It's just that everyone is so distracted with life. I mean, we're all distracted with life. No one can have the ADD I have where I burn my computer out with 20 million tabs open and I look like that scene from like the movie where they have somebody and I'm like, yep, and I'm still working on a conference call. I'm like, oh, let me tweet that. You know, not everyone's like that, right? We have lives to live and we've depended on the mainstream media to be honest. And mm -hmm. we're realizing that that's not the case anymore. So there are many people like you, you know, that are out there, you know, trying to keep it neutral, trying to keep it straight, trying to keep it down to the facts. And then there's citizens that are like, you know what, I like me, I, I could do this. I could do two hours a day of talking on the radio and giving people what I find is interesting and what I find no one's talking about. Like no one talked about how Turkey turned off the water in Northern Syria. Oh, wait a minute. So we have a coronavirus epidemic and now you're shutting off water. So are they just gonna die? Like no one talked about that. Uh, what's going on with Russia? They're knocking on doors. The Russians are so freaking funny. <laughs> I'm so I'm laughing. It's not. Oh my god! But they're so genius. It's like the Jehovah Witnesses will come to your house because they know your home. That's what the Russians are doing. They're like ISIS put out a thing. No more jihad, even though they explode themselves and die anyway during coronavirus. So all the jihadis that are in Syria are are in their house, and there's. Knock, knock, boom, you're done. See you later, Isis. What? But no one's recording this, Millie. No one. Oh, man. So they know that the... <laughs> they know that the jihadis are staying home because of the coronavirus, so the Russians are, like, just <laughs> blowing them up, or what? That's it. They're just taking them out. They're just oh, not... Wow. I saw a video... And it was like on YouTube from uh, some Russian whatever, and it was showing <laughs> the Syrian army. Then it showed like the American tank going by, and they knocked on the door, and they were like, "Oh!" And they got in a scuffle, and and I was like, "Oh my god!" They took a playbook out of the Jehovah Witnesses, who were really busy, by the oh way. Oh my god, I love your Jehovah <laughs> Jehovah's Witness analogy. <laughs> oh man, they know they're home like the Jehovah's Witnesses. Knock knock, boom, you're blown up. Oh <laughs> yeah. wow. But these are, these are things that we should be knowing about to understand where we stand. You know, we're talking about China. Like, you know, I give history lessons <laughs> sometimes when I'm on the radio because I'm like, do you know that we created the Communist Party? Uh, we just wrecked China. I mean, we the British imperialists went into China long ago and created the whole opioid problem out there. And yeah, it's bad. Yeah, we, we messed up China pretty bad. Well, we created the communists, the Chinese people. Look, if I was Chinese, I'd be really pissed right now. I'd be super pissed because the Communist Party is there. I think Xi Jinping is like, you know what? Yeah, this communism thing, I don't want to be the pilot because that's what we did. We used China. Well, was it really us or was it the, the British royal families? Well, no, it was actually us. It was under Truman. And what happened was there, there, was, a, a, there was legislation that was passed that we were going to have that help the Chinese nationalists fight the Communist Party that was up north. And, we, um, it, and it's all documented. There's like documentation of it. And we said we were going to give them ships and planes and weapons and all this stuff. And then suddenly Truman becomes president. It's like embargo. And it's like, so everything's sitting in a dock somewhere. And then the weapons we gave them in 1948, way too late, right? They didn't even have screws in them. Like, we did that purposely. Because, you know, everyone's like, oh, they're exchanging intelligence with China. Well, what if China is part of our intelligence? Hello? 
because they were the pilot program of social, you know, social credit scoring, you know, monitoring people, you know, keeping them under control. Like I'd be really pissed if I was Chinese that they would be operating, you know, they would be maneuvering my nation. I'd be really upset. And so, uh, you know, President Trump is actually the leader of the world. I mean, don't you agree? He's like the planet dark, but not because he's ruling all of them. Right. But because he's a leader that's creating more leaders, he's giving them courage to do what he's doing right now. I, I really think that. I mean, what's your take on that? What do you. Yeah. You know, I feel horrible for the people in China that have to live under their tyrannical government there where they can't even try to come speak out on social media. Next thing you know, the people are killed or hauled off into vans. There's all these reports that in China they're lying about the numbers that there actually are way more bodies and that the government's using it as a way to round up political dissidents. So yeah, what's going on in China right now is pretty scary. And the scary thing is that we can't even really trust reports we're hearing from China because you don't know what's real and what's not. And you know, it's just hard to tell what's going on there. It's scary. I'm just glad that the American government isn't as bad as the Chinese government. Well, you know, what if the Chinese, those people that we saw rounding up, we're part of their, you know, cartels, the triads. We don't know. We don't know what's going on. And you know what was funny? During the presser, President Trump was asked, so you think the Chinese are forthcoming with their, like, you know, nee, 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 data? He was like, well, I think the numbers were kind of light. And in the background, you could see Bill Barr do, like, this smirk. And I was like, oh, my God, that was so funny. Because he was, like, ready to bust out laughing. He was like, they were kind of light, the numbers. Because we don't know. And no nation's going to tell you when they're vulnerable, especially when mm -hmm. you as an enemy, especially when, you know, they don't want you to know because the key to solving any mystery disease is to know patient zero. And we have no idea. They're telling us it's bats. They're not telling us it's bats. And then it's like, what, 4,000 years they've been eating bats, frogs, cats, dogs, and everything under the sun and seahorses. Cause I've eaten a seahorse. I actually thought it was a lollipop when I was there. Swear to God. <laughs> story i irked it was a dehydrated seahorse don't eat it it's just ugh. anyway i mean i mean do you really think it's animals i mean i think it's more likely all this weird genetic engineering and cloning and weird stuff by inserting other genetic material into human beings i mean inserting uh swine dna inserting bovine dna fetal tissue cells and all this other weird junk and DNA into human beings. Yeah, that's a great idea as well, part of vaccines, right? Right. And who knows? Do they use a bat cell? Right. I mean, you know, I think I said this before, but I can't stop not saying it. What if all the Muslim Americans found out that when they got the swine flu vaccine, they got pig DNA in their body now forever. I'm just saying. Yeah, just, that's super <laughs> it's haram. <laughs> it's haram. I just thought I'd say it because I find it very funny thinking that it came under the Obama. And what about all the vegans and vegetarians? <laughs> Did you know you're be you're injecting yourself with cow DNA and tissues? <laughs> what about all, you know, and the Christians? Did you know you're injecting yourself with fetal tissue cells in some of the vaccines? Yeah, they use aborted fetal tissue cells. See, see care if it was really an organization about Muslims, would be suing the Obama administration for giving them pork in their vaccine. 
because it's now part of their DNA. See, that's what the vaccines do. They rewrite your DNA. So now they have pig in them forever. They're not going to die and get their virgins. They're all going straight to hell. And Muhammad's not going to save them because they're pigs according to their DNA. I'm just saying, like, why don't they, if I was Muslim, I'd be throwing lawsuits left and right. You gave me (laughs) pig DNA and now I'm going to hell. You know, I'm just saying all these things are happening, Millie. Tons of stuff. I mean, look, it's what? April Fool's, right? First day of the month, right? Three months. Bye. It feels like a whole year. Tell me it doesn't feel like a year. Well, I guess, I don't know. I think for me, time feels like it goes by really fast because I've got kids that are young. (laughs) So it's like, you know, I don't know. I, it just, I don't know. I, it's hard for me. I think I'm kind of losing track of time and my perception of time with all this quarantining. And I wonder if other people are as well. I mean, for all we know, we're all just sitting here in our own little bubbles being quarantined. And how do we look at time? We just look at the digital time on our phones. I mean, I mean, how do we know that the time is even what they say it is? I know, right? <laughs> we're all sleeping like, what, two, three in the morning? I mean, I want to see from from your viewers. I want to look. Did it, you know, the time the time. Oh, 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 time, Tori, time. Like the little watch from the rabbit from the Alice in Wonderland. That just made me remember, uh, Google had a really interesting picture today on their main page. Let me pull it up because I know we, we have a freeze thing. I'll pull it up. You could tell your audience what you found. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I went to Google today and I saw this image and it has a little girl dressed in blue with blonde hair, almost looks like an Alice Wonderland knockoff, and this other woman standing next to her and they're looking in a mirror at at mirror images of themselves and the in one, you know, I guess in the in the reality where she's standing outside, she has crutches on. And then in the one in front of her, she does not have crutches on in the mirror, her mirror reflection. So I thought that was kind of interesting to see that weird, bizarre symbolism where she's looking at a mirrored reality. Yeah, it's almost as if, is it April Fool's on the handicapped girl? That would be really messed up. It's not. It looks like sliding doors. It looks like the looking glass. I think they're on to me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that was really, you know, that was really insane. I I tweeted it out and I said, which reality would you pick? Hashtag these people are sick. Hashtag sliding doors. Because I was showing it to them while you were explaining. And it's like there's a mom and a girl with crutches. And then the mirror side, girl has no crutches. Mom is holding the crutches for her. Well, it's not the mom. I mean, it's actually um, the woman that was... The woman that helped and was instrumental in curing polio and helped with all these children. It was like her 121st birthday anniversary, which is kind of weird. I, I would think you'd do it on the 120th anniversary, not like the 121st, but hey, whatever. Well, right now they're pushing vaccines as if they work for viruses and they don't ever They never, ever work. And, you know, no one is talking about how there's nanotechnology embedded in them. No one is talking about how they're mutating. No one is talking about how we have specific different strains, depending on what continent you are. No one is talking about that the strain in Los Angeles, the strain from Seattle, and the strain in New York are completely different strains. You know, coronavirus is like ice cream, the base cream. 
you add the fixings. You make it Rocky Road, you make it strawberry, you make it mango, you put the stuff in. That's what a coronavirus is, and that's what's insane. So nobody is talking about that. Uh, all they're saying is coronavirus, coronavirus, we need mass ventilators, and everyone's dying. What happened? Did we freeze again? Oh, no, we're good. Um, I guess people in the comments want to know what your website is, Tori. Oh, it's just Tori says. You can find me on Red State Talk Radio. Um, I think I'm the only woman talk show radio host. Ooh, I can own that. Can I use the girl card? I mean, I could sweat that out, right? <laughs> but um, you can find me on Red State Talk Radio. It's ToriSays.com. That's Tori with an E. I actually put it in there. Like, I'm like texting people when I'm answering questions. Maybe there, there's a lot of people there like looking at it. But bat ice cream. Okay, I like that one. But um, Awesome. Well, Tori, I think this has been a really good productive stream. I feel like we've got like tons of great information out there for you guys. And uh, I mean, I'm really thrilled that this is what's going on, that Trump's going after the cartels. You know, one other thing on the, the polio weird google symbolism with the little girl and the mirror image i mean it could just be pre-predictive pro programming to get everyone ready to get in line for vaccines you know because they're wanting to push vaccines and eventually hey that could just be what they're saying oh everyone needs to have a vaccine in order to go back into the public right mm -hmm. every everyone needs a special vaccine to go in the public and then guess what that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to have your, you know, your real ID attached with your biometrics like they're already doing in Africa. They've already implemented it in Africa where you have to have a real ID or I think it's for them. It's called ID for Africa 2020 and they attach your biometrics to it. So you go get vaccinated, you take your form and then you have to give that proof of vaccination document to the the whatever DMV service or BMV service. And then they put that on your biometrics data in an e-document. Wait, England just did that. Millie yeah. just did that. They said, if you can go back to work, you have to be certified that you got some vaccine or you got through it and they have to test you. That's a hundred percent on point because you mentioned exactly. it to me and you're like for yellow fever and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yes. yeah, I got all those. You're right. Because they started. And I wanted to talk about the apps. Oh my gosh, people, this is insane. So I was looking into England, the tracking biometrics. I was looking into England, you guys, and they made this app and they're like, you need to download this app because it's going to tell you who has coronavirus around you. It's kind of like those pedo. What? Yeah. So they're like, um, download this app and you'll know, you know, with little bleeps that you have people around you that have coronavirus. Like they're terrifying them. They're, That's they're, like a privacy violation. Yeah, Hello. It is, it is because it's like, what if you follow the dot? But they said it's general or whatever. But anyway, so people are massively downloading this because they're freaking out. Oh, we're all going to die and stuff. Right. And so they're downloading it. But when you download these apps where it's like answer questions about coronavirus, if you look at it, you're giving them permission to track you. So, you know, aside from the mayor of of LA saying he's just going to subpoena all your, you know, to see if you're aggregating in groups. Remember when he said, I'm going to check your phone data and see if you're in a group of more than 10. It's like, all right, Gestapo, chill out. This is America raw. Um, now they're going to make you download an app and you're sitting there answering questions or looking around. And you know, <laughs> Am I surrounded by coronavirus? And you're just telling them where they, where you are like total sitting duck, no privacy. And you know, this is the United States of America, right? We have the right to privacy. So why not make an app and just have people voluntarily do it? 
because people are lining up and getting swabbed. People will. I mean, people are already acting like, you know, citizen police officers. They're, they're over there trying to enforce quarantines on each other. Uh, did you see that video on uh, Twitter that was circulating, Tori, where it had some lady going Karen on some young boys for driving around, like screaming and yelling at them like, you're supposed to be quarantined. You're not following it. I'm calling the police. But the whole like ironic thing about it was that th the lady was outside not obeying the stay-at-home order also. I mean, you're not supposed to be outside, lady, in the middle of the street yelling in some kids' faces. Mind you, that was not social distancing when you were yelling in these kids' faces, lady. I mean, people are losing it. They're, they're starting to kind of want to self-police each other and tell each other, like, you better stay home. You yeah. better not be out. They do. I mean, I just went out with uh, with my daughter to go get you know cigarettes and uh, water and just walk and get out there. Aside from the really crazy people that were babbling on their own, I go into the store and they're just like a group of kids just being really, really mean and nasty to the store. So guess what I did, Millie? Tell me what I did so I can disperse the crowd. <laughs> you know what I did, right? I started coughing. And oh no. And I was like, oh, sorry. And they were like, oh, my God. And like, And they totally left. And I was like, yep. And the, the owner looked at me, and he's like, how many packs do you want? I was like, just give me two so I can have the rest of the week. And he was like, nice to see you because I only go and get two packets for the week, you know, or whatever. And um, he was like, are you sick? And I was like, no, I just needed to get rid of them. They were stealing your gum. And, and that's <laughs> So, you know, it could be a benefit. Oh, you want to, like, disperse the area, just start coughing. And people are just like, oh, coronavirus. Oh, no. So that was actually quite funny. And the Karen thing, you're right. It's scary because I actually felt scared when I was in CVS getting something the other day. I wanted to get um, rubbing alcohol and hydrogen peroxide. And I coughed, and it's like everyone looked at me. And I was like, damn, do I have, yeah. like, Jewish yellow? <laughs> on me damn i'm fat and i smoke of course i'm gonna cough and it's like they're just like all the heads like from all the aisles turned to look obviously i'm short so they couldn't see in the aisle but i could see that <laughs> they're like where was that where was that cough from we can't see so it is it is a bit scary um you know that they have the policing because they could become insane too yeah, and then that, see, the problem is, is people are acting on fear, and then they could use that fear that people have to get other people to rally around taking away people's rights. And that's the scary thing, okay? That's what we don't want to happen, using fear to take away our rights. They've, we've already heard people talking about, oh, there should be gun bans. We've heard some governments talk about temporary gun bans. I mean, it's not good. It's not good. Well, I yeah, no, I don't know, Millie. You know, uh, some states said that it's a it's a it's a necessary business to be open, which is good. But on the other hand, you know, it's it's insane because business for guns has gone up with this coronavirus. Because I don't know if people think that it's going to be like a Walking Dead scenario. Which, by the way, it's oh, know, it I will be, it will be, Tori. Because did you hear they've been releasing some prisoners, some uh, jail people, jailmates from the jails. They've been releasing them from the jails. Okay. Yeah, and Cuomo with his piercing personality. I'm never gonna stop saying that. I'm just telling you now, I'm gonna say piercing personality again. <laughs> um, he released like pedophiles, rapists, you know, people that were with mm. aggravated assault. Like, why are you releasing them into the ether right now when people Sex are- Sex offenders, yeah. 
well, maybe, you know, they'll be swept up with the MS-13 thing and they don't want to get held responsible that they're handing them over. I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking maybe that could be a thing. I mean, it better be that they're making room for cartel members. But honestly, I don't think I, I think that's horrible that they're releasing some of these prisoners that have committed crimes like a sexual assault. Well, I don't know why they think that's better. Okay, so wait, we all need to quarantine. We all need to be careful and social distance. But you're just going to release a bunch of people from the jails and the prisons that, I mean, they were already essentially on stay-at-home orders. They were already quarantined. So why release them? What good does that do? You're sending them back out into the public. And how, many of them probably don't even have homes to even stay in. How are they going to get a job? How are they going to survive? What are they just going to become people of the street and homeless? Right. Speaking of quarantine, right? So we have two situations that I'm confused on, and I'd love your take on it. Number one, Harvey Weinstein got coronavirus in isolation. Pretty bizarre. But here's the more bizarre one. The Theodore Roosevelt, an aircraft carrier, nuclear aircraft carrier out in the Pacific, sent a letter to the Department of Defense, sent a letter saying, yo, my sailors on here, I got 100 people with coronavirus. And I'm thinking, hold on. Hold on a second. So did it like travel in the air from like Japan and China and land in the Pacific? Obviously there's something they're not telling us about transmission because it doesn't make sense. So the captain wrote a letter um, asking if they can stay at Guam and maybe get some rooms to quarantine because they have 4,000 sailors. He's like, you know, it's not fair that we let our sailors die. And I'm thinking right now, think about it. We've got a ship that was in the middle of nowhere in the Pacific, right? hundred people got coronavirus. How? When it had a part anytime soon, right? So think about that. And they're where? Out in the Pacific saying, can we stop somewhere because they're sick and we've quarantined a hundred of them. So how do they test them? How do they know? If they've been out in the middle of nowhere in the sea, how do they get the tests to test them? I don't know. And so that, those are two things. I don't know if your guy know anything about the um, nuclear um, aircraft carrier, the Theodore Roosevelt. Did you guys hear about it? China did it. It infected the USS. Okay, so they're saying China did. But how did China do it? They're on the boat and 100 people got coronavirus. Okay, so yeah, you're right. So number one, How do one, they get okay. the test? Yeah. Right. how they get the test? Or, or did were they the get test to- contaminated? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> did they get like a kit from, you know, someone that came in in a, in a lifeboat, maybe the Red Cross or a white hat from the UN said, here's a test kit and it's like test you and it's like oh coronavirus you want to get tested too coronavirus i guarantee you fauci and bricks will probably beg people to go get tested so they can get the numbers that they said they were going to get which by the way if you actually count them out with an average of seven and a half thousand people a month a, a, a day in america that's the average every day that means every 12 seconds somebody dies or something like that we have seven and a half thousand people dying in the United States of America. So if you actually add the numbers, it's the numbers that they projected, which makes you think, oh, why do we need to be in this panic state? How many deep staters are going to get coronavirus? Can we use that word? Can we can we get <laughs> coronavirus? <laughs> coronavirus did coronavirus did like suicided coronavirus did. I mean, that would be faster. No going to Gitmo and opening the doors of Tartarus. Or Epstein. Yeah, I mean, coronavirus. Oh, there we go. They'll be coronavirus. 
you know, that'll be faster and it won't cost us money. We won't have to pay for them to be fed in jail. And Coronavirus steamed. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, minimum staff. Yeah, the ship has to have minimum staff to keep. I know I was in the Navy. I know how those work. Um, so, you know, they're like, they need minimum staff. The outbreak started military world games in Wuhan. Okay. So from back then, so then that means the incubation period that they're saying is actually six to eight weeks. So that means we had a coronavirus party and we haven't gotten sick yet. So wait, about how long do we have another, what, two weeks for the six to eight week period until coronavirus? When did you get CPAC was like just in February, right? So then yeah. we connect. So, because you came with coronavirus, you met coronavirus people there, right? <laughs> what? What? I didn't come with coronavirus. What are you talking about, Tori? You're crazy. People Don't be saying that stuff. They're going to try to come scoop me up. I did not come with coronavirus to see back. <laughs> well, you know, I was telling my listeners that radio show host Scott Adams, he was deadly sick in January. Like he oh, really? was dying, right? And 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 he was like, dude, some people were sending me emails that I had coronavirus. I was like, yeah, you totally had it in January. Because he had where he couldn't breathe. He was like, I'm going to go to the hospital. Dude, I have not been sick the yeah. entire winter, okay? Yeah. So I could not have went to CPAC with coronavirus because you want to know why I wasn't sick the entire winter? It's because I take the InfoWars <laughs> Ultimate Floor Life Probiotics religiously. And whenever I don't take them, I get sick. And whenever I do take them, other people around me catch colds and flus and sicknesses, and I don't. And you kind of have to be able to have a strong gut, which your gut is linked with your immunity, if you're going to want to be able to survive around kids. Because we all know how that is. Kids pick up germs from everything and everywhere because they touch everything with their hands and touch their faces and their mouths and everything else. So, yeah, go to InfoWarsStore.com and get that. Seriously, it is the best. The products at InfoWars are g really good. I take them myself. Um, Tori, it is... We need to go to bed. We yeah, it is 12.42. You have young, young kids. The, I, I, I started super young, too. And one is serving our country. The other one's still around, but is self-sufficient. So... <laughs> You've got to get up really early. I mean, I have to work too. But uh, on that note, I just wanted to say, I can't wait to hear the coronavirus update tomorrow. Because, you know, I'm hearing that there's black helicopters somewhere in California right now. I saw that on Twitter. And if people aren't following this guy named Mil Spe Milsec Ops, he like does all the airplanes and everything. That's how I found out about the Russian aircraft coming into the U.S., Russian Air Force. Which again, I'm really hoping to see Cuomo with his per piercing personality say "spasiba" to Putin. I mean, are they going to call him a Russian agent too? Because he said thank you for the <laughs> for his <laughs> nipplegate. I'm laughing by myself. This is so bad. <laughs> I laugh at my own jokes. I feel like that girl that does that try stuff. There's a Vivian tries channel on YouTube, and she just buys stuff and tries all the stuff. I'm just cringing at him because he comes off as like the really like. I don't know, like the really goofy, like goofy dad type, but then he's got these like barbell nipple rings, like, oh my gosh. Does he, really get a, <laughs> does he do like that really weird eyes wide shut where they pull on it, you know, that, that pain thing, that thing that Chrissy Teigen was talking about. I don't know if your listeners um, and watchers, uh, what do I say? 
I don't know, whatever, your, your fans? Um, no, but um, Chrissy Teigen had slipped live on TV talking about an orgy party with John Legend at Obama's. Did you know that? Like, if you put it in, I think you could find it. It was like a question. They were like, where was like the weirdest public sex you ever, like the best public, like public sex you ever had? And Chrissy Teigen was like, oh, I don't know, good or bad. And John Legend was like, what are you talking about, girl? It's always good. And she was, uh, like, oh. and then she, she's like, I don't know, the Obama thing. And I'm like, what? Did you just say that on TV? So they're all pretty freaky. I mean, Obama's a little bit yeah. The celebrities, I mean, I know when I was out there in Hollywood land, even when I was younger, I would hear about really weird, creepy sex parties and I would hear about stuff like that. And I was warned like, hey, be careful. Don't go to those people's mansions or houses because they, they do really weird stuff, you know. So, yeah, I, I've heard stories about that creepy well, stuff. Yeah. Also weird blood drinking parties. But that's for another day. We'll save that for another day. Well, you know, wait, speaking of blood drinking parties, I should just say that adrenergic receptors are very similar. Um, well, adrenergic receptors are required to be able to bind, uh, you know, a certain substance called adrenochrome, I right? Yeah, well, yeah, it's actually a, a different version of epinephrine. And one of the strains of these viruses that I see from uh, New York actually has the genetic code that would make that adrenergic receptor, meaning that if you were like a... Uh, well, you know, I, I'm Tori, we'll get into this stuff another time about, you know, Hollywood's elites and their blood drinking and the weird rituals they do. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm getting really tired here, so... Um, we're gonna, we're gonna close the feed, but thank you so much for joining us, Tori. Thanks for joining me. I love having you on and people can find Tori at Tori says her website. Was it Tori says.com? Yeah. Tori says Tori or you can follow her Tori says on Twitter as well. And she also does a radio show on red state radio, which is great. Some, a great show so follow her there as well thank you so much tori thank you are you. awesome totally winning yeah you are winning okay thank you so much tori and thank you guys for following along with us remember you can support me by going to subscribestar you can also support me by going to infowarsstore.com and tori how can people support you um I, I don't know. Just go to ToriSays.com. I got a bunch of stuff you can support through there. Um, but uh, like I said, we're winning. The president said we're going to be winning so hard. We're going to be tired. I think we're going to be tired of winning because we're winning indoors, but we're winning. So today's press conference told us that we're on the right track and regardless of what they're telling us. So yeah, you guys can find me on ToriSays.com. I'm live 12 to 2 on Red State Talk Radio. You can stream it live online or just tell your device like Alexa and Google, hey, play I don't want to say it if it sets off my phone. <laughs> Play Red State Talk Radio and you can hear me uh, 12 to 2 noon. And, um, yeah, I'm always on Twitter if they don't ban me again. So Awesome. Well, thanks, Tori. And, you know, everyone, all I, I'll say to you guys is take advantage of the time you have now to spend with your family and your loved ones because life is short. Yes. So enjoy hanging out with them and think of it like in a way an extended vacation where you get to spend lots of time with your family that you haven't been able to spend with because you've been too busy working. So yeah, I, that's what you should think of it as. And also remember to pray. If you believe in God, just pray to God and, you know, just ask to 
help guide you in your search for the truth and for, you know, for faith and for the ability to uh, essentially feel right and feel what's right. So as for that guidance, and I do it through prayer. So um, thank you so much, guys. Thanks for following along with us. We're going to get off now. Thank you.